Hey there, Nikki. Hope San Francisco's treating you well on this Tuesday. Yeah, it sounds like a cozy day to tune in with us, given the light rain in the forecast for both morning and evening. Highs around 56 degrees and lows dipping just a bit to 52. Perfect weather to catch up on what's happening around the world. First up, the European Union is taking a close look at TikTok. They've launched a formal investigation to see if the social media giant is playing by the rules of their new Digital Services Act. That's right, they're zeroing in on how TikTok handles advertising transparency, protects minors, and manages content that could be harmful. And it's not just TikTok under scrutiny. X, formerly known as Twitter, is also caught up in this investigation. I'm Jonathan Martin. And I'm Steve Onsker. This is Just Ahead from PocketPod News. On to our second story. Sierra is stepping into the spotlight with its AI-driven customer experience platform. Founded by Brett Taylor and Clay Baver, they're betting big that conversational AI will redefine how brands interact with their customers. With a hefty $110 million investment from Benchmark and Sequoia Capital, Sierra aims to navigate through challenges like AI hallucinations and brand misrepresentation to offer quality customer interactions. And lastly, SoftBank's Masayoshi Sun is eyeing a bold move into the AI chip market with a new venture named Izanagi seeking a whopping $100 billion investment to challenge NVIDIA's dominance. Alongside OpenAI's Sam Altman, who has his sights set on raising trillions for an AI chip initiative as well. It's clear the race for AI supremacy is heating up. This message is brought to you by PocketPod, revolutionizing the podcast experience with the power of generative AI. Say goodbye to one-size-fits-all podcasts and hello to content that listens to you, tailored to your interests, schedule, and style preferences. With PocketPod, every episode feels like it's made just for you, transforming how you experience podcasts. Ready for a personalized listening journey? Visit PocketPod.app today to join the waitlist. A major investigation is underway across the pond, and it's putting one of the world's most popular social media platforms, TikTok, under the microscope. That's right. The European Union has formally opened a probe into whether TikTok is falling in line with its new Digital Services Act. They're zeroing in on how TikTok handles everything from protecting young users to how transparent it is about advertising and even the design of its platform that could be too addictive. And if they find any breaches... We're talking potential penalties up to 6% of TikTok's global annual turnover. That's no small change. For more on this story, we'll be joined by PocketPod News national political correspondent Don Gallup. Absolutely, Jonathan. The stakes are indeed high for TikTok, with the European Union formally investigating the social media giant under the Digital Services Act, or DSA. We're seeing a concerted effort to tighten the reins on online platforms, especially those with significant influence over young audiences. So... What specifically triggered this investigation? The EU's concerns center around several key areas, protecting minors from harmful content, ensuring advertising transparency, enhancing data access for researchers, and managing risks related to addictive design and harmful content. This investigation was set in motion after months of gathering information on TikTok's operations and its adherence to these critical safety measures. Sounds like a comprehensive probe. What can you tell us about the Digital Services Act that TikTok's being measured against? The DSA is essentially the EU's playbook for regulating digital platforms. It's designed to ensure a safer digital space where users' rights are protected and businesses have clear obligations. 
For TikTok, this means demonstrating robust mechanisms for protecting menors, clear advertising practices, reliable data sharing with researchers, and effective risk management strategies against addictive or harmful content. And there were already some red flags regarding TikTok's content governance? Indeed, even before the DSA came into full force for larger platforms, TikTok had been under scrutiny for how it managed content governance and safety measures. This includes past investigations by regional consumer protection authorities into complaints about child safety and privacy. In response to these concerns, TikTok announced operational changes back in June 2022 aimed at addressing these issues. You mentioned systemic risks related to platform design and algorithms. Could you delve a bit deeper into that? Sure thing. One of the investigation's focal points is assessing how TikTok's design might encourage behavioral addictions or expose minors to inappropriate content despite age verification tools. The EU wants to see if TikTok has implemented effective measures that align with DSA obligations concerning privacy and security for minors, among other things. What have EU commissioners said about this investigation? Margrethe Vestager has emphasized online user safety in Europe as a core concern, while Thierry Breton pointed out that protecting minors online is a top priority under the DSA. Their statements underline a strong commitment from the EU to enforce regulations that safeguard users' well-being on platforms like TikTok. And if breaches are found? The DSA provides enforcers with various tools such as interim measures or accepting commitments from platforms like TikTok aimed at addressing identified issues swiftly. It's worth noting this is not TikTok's problem alone. It marks a broader strategy by the EU to ensure digital platform accountability across all services operating within its jurisdiction. To wrap up then, what does this mean moving forward? This investigation sends a clear message about the importance of digital platform accountability in today's society. How TikTok responds will be closely watched not just by regulators, but also by users concerned about their digital rights and safety online. It underscores an ongoing dialogue between technology companies and regulatory bodies on balancing innovation with user protection. That was PocketPod News. National political correspondent Don Gallup, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Jonathan. Imagine chatting with a brand's customer service, and the conversation is so seamless, you can't tell if it's a person or an AI on the other end. That's exactly where Sierra, a new startup by Brett Taylor and Clay Baver, is setting its sights. They're betting big on conversational AI to change how we interact with brands, making the experience more intuitive and efficient. But it's not all smooth sailing. Sierra faces challenges like ensuring the AI doesn't misrepresent brands or provide inaccurate information not to mention navigating the maze of regulatory and data privacy concerns. And yet, despite these hurdles, they see a huge market opportunity. With significant funding behind them, including $110 million from heavyweights like Benchmark and Sequoia, they're pushing forward with innovative pricing models and aiming to lead in this emerging tech landscape. To dive deeper into how Sierra plans to revolutionize customer experiences with AI agents and navigate these complex challenges, we're joined by PocketPod News technology correspondent Alex Harmon. Alex? Thanks, Jonathan. Sierra is indeed an exciting startup that stands out for its ambitious goal to leverage conversational AI in redefining customer interactions with brands. Founded by tech veterans Brett Taylor and Clay Baver, Sierra has quickly grabbed attention with its innovative approach, backed by a substantial $110 million investment from leading firms like Benchmark and Sequoia. 
The founders are betting big on the idea that conversational AI will soon become the primary interface for customers engaging with companies. That sounds promising, Alex. Could you explain a bit more about how conversational AI is expected to transform the customer experience? Absolutely. The core idea here is to make interactions between customers and brands as intuitive and efficient as possible. Imagine being able to ask freeform questions or make requests directly to a brand's AI agent, whether it's about placing an order, scheduling a service, or even getting product recommendations. Sierra believes this level of interaction can significantly enhance the overall customer experience by making it more personalized and responsive. With such potential benefits, there must be some challenges Sierra is facing in implementing these AI agents, right? Indeed, Jonathan. While the prospects are exciting, there are significant hurdles. One major concern is ensuring that these AI agents accurately represent the brand without any misinterpretation or generating misleading responses, a phenomenon often referred to as hallucination in AI parlance. It's a complex issue requiring ongoing research and sophisticated solutions like employing supervisory models to monitor and correct responses when necessary. And what about concerns related to regulatory compliance and data privacy? Those are key considerations for Sierra, especially given the sensitivity around customer data handling in automated systems. Brett Taylor has emphasized the importance of designing their software with regulatory compliance in mind from the get-go. It's about balancing innovation with responsibility, ensuring that customer interactions are not only efficient but also secure and transparent according to prevailing regulations. It seems like navigating these challenges could open up significant market opportunities for conversational AI. Precisely. Despite these obstacles, Sierra views them as paving the way for groundbreaking advancements in customer engagement technologies. Taylor envisions a future where conversational AI not only becomes mainstream, but also catalyzes the emergence of new enterprise software companies focused on innovative customer experience solutions. And we're talking about potentially five to 10 new players entering this space. That's an interesting outlook on market dynamics. I'm curious about their pricing model as well. It sounds quite unconventional. Yes, it's another area where Sierra is looking to innovate by introducing an outcome-based pricing model, a stark departure from traditional subscriptions or usage fees common in SaaS products today. Here, customers pay only when their problem is effectively resolved by an AI agent, which aligns closely with delivering tangible value rather than merely offering access. It's clear that Sierra is pushing boundaries on several fronts then, from technology implementation to market strategies. Absolutely. Their approach combines technological innovation with strategic foresight into how businesses engage with digital audiences, an endeavor full of challenges but equally ripe with opportunities for redefining digital customer experiences. That was PocketPod News Technology Correspondent Alex Harmon. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Jonathan. Masayoshi Son, a name synonymous with ambitious tech investments, is charting new waters in the artificial intelligence industry. That's right. He's setting his sights on the AI chip market with a bold plan to raise $100 billion for a new venture named Izanagi. This venture aims to compete directly with NVIDIA, a current leader in AI chips. To bring us deeper into this story, PocketPod News technology correspondent Katie Johnson has been following the developments closely. Katie, how significant is this move by Masayoshi Son and SoftBank, especially considering their collaboration with ARM? Jonathan, 
This move by Masayoshi Son and SoftBank is monumental, not just in the scale of the investment, but in its strategic implications for the global tech landscape. By aiming to raise a staggering $100 billion for Izanagi, their new AI chip venture, they're positioning themselves as direct competitors to NVIDIA, which currently leads the AI chip market. This collaboration with ARM is particularly crucial. Remember, ARM is a chip design powerhouse whose architectures are used by tech giants across the board, from Apple to Google. So, their involvement provides Izanagi with a foundational edge in chip design and innovation. That's fascinating, Katie. Can you delve a bit deeper into the fundraising strategy SoftBank is employing here? How does it compare to their previous efforts? Absolutely. SoftBank's approach mirrors its strategy with the Vision Fund Investment Funds, where it also sought substantial contributions from Middle East-based institutional investors. For Izanagi, they're looking at $70 billion coming from these investors while planning to contribute the remaining $30 billion themselves. This isn't just about gathering resources, it's about signaling confidence in Izanagi's potential success and aligning strategic partners early on in this ambitious venture. Speaking of competition, how do you see Izanagi stacking up against NVIDIA and other potential competitors like OpenAI? The competition landscape is definitely heating up, Jonathan. NVIDIA has been the go-to for AI chips thanks to its GPU chips capabilities. However, there's growing demand for more specialized AI chips that are both efficient and cost-effective, a gap Izanagi aims to fill. Interestingly enough, Sam Altman of OpenAI is also entering this space with his own massive fundraising effort aimed at $5 trillion to $7 trillion for an AI chip project. It underscores a broader industry trend where heavyweights are recognizing the critical role of specialized processors in advancing AI technology. With SoftBank shifting its focus towards AI and away from previous investments like Alibaba, what does this signify for the company's future direction? This shift towards artificial intelligence marks both an offensive and defensive strategy for SoftBank. Historically reliant on investments like Alibaba, SoftBank suffered significant losses through its vision fund during recent turbulent times in tech investments. However, diving into AI, beginning with divesting parts of its stake in Alibaba since March 2023, reflects a strategic pivot towards sectors poised for exponential growth and aligned with future technological advancements. And what role does ARM play in all of this? Their significance seems paramount. ARM's role cannot be overstated. Acquired by SoftBank in 2016 for $32 billion and having gone public on NASDAQ just recently in September 2023 with a valuation at $54.5 billion, it's clear they're indispensable to not just SoftBank but the entire tech ecosystem serving companies like Apple and Google, among others. Their success not only contributes significantly to SoftBank's recovery, but also ensures that Izanagi has access to cutting-edge chip designs essential for competing in the rapidly evolving AI market. It certainly sounds like Masayoshi Sun's ambitious plan could redefine competition within the AI chips market while propelling SoftBank into new technological frontiers. Exactly, Jonathan. It's an exciting time for technology enthusiasts and industry observers alike as we watch these developments unfold. That was PocketPod News technology correspondent Katie Johnson. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Jonathan. And that's just ahead for Tuesday, February 20th, 2024. I'm Jonathan Martin. And I'm Steve Onsker. Thank you for listening, Nikki. We hope you have a good day and we will see you tomorrow. This podcast was created by PocketPod entirely with AI. If you'd like to learn more, head over to pocketpod.app.